This podcast is brought to you by A Copy Match. A Copy Match is a boutique matchmaking service that helps exceptional singles find meaningful connections and relationships. To learn more about our matchmaking services, online dating makeovers and takeovers, or to enroll in an upcoming group coaching intensive, go to agapimatch.com. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird, but also find me on Instagram, I'm at Matchmaker Maria. This week's episode is a hotline episode. You have questions and well, I've got answers. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi. So I recently moved um, to a new city. And before I left, I um, had a friends with benefits um, that I met on Hinge. And honestly, I didn't really take, I didn't think anything of it. We were just hooking up. Um, But then towards the end, um, before I left to my new city, I started to develop feelings for him. And we have continued talking um, after I left. And actually, there's a possibility of seeing him this week because he's traveling for work. Um, And I I'm unsure if like to continue being friends with benefits or kind of telling him how I feel um, because he did make it clear in the beginning that he didn't have time for a relationship because of work. And I agreed because I was also going through a transition of work and in life. Um, But I still think about him and we continue to still talk. And so unsure if I should like mention something or if it's just going to be a friends with benefits situation. Um, Okay. I have a few follow-up questions. Okay. Does he know you're leaving? Well, I already left. So he did know. And he was very like helpful um, when I was making that Mm -hmm. transition um, because I, you know, had told him. And the reason why I agreed to the friends with benefits was because I knew that I was potentially going to leave because I was applying for work out of state. Um, So he knew and he knows and was super supportive. And, you know, when I, the last night that I saw him, it just felt really different. And he's like, so are you going to start dating when you're over there? And I was like, no, like I, I really want to make a community and make friends before like jumping into dating. And I asked him too, and he's like, well, you know, I'm busy with work and everything. Um, and we've continued to stay touched. It's been two months since I've left. Um, so he knows. And- yeah. And he hasn't come out to see you. No. Okay. So, you know, I feel like you, you're asking me for a specific reason, which is to just give you the no nonsense truth, which is he's not interested in pursuing anything serious with you. You were only a friends with benefit. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But that's what you, that's what he signed up for. And the fact that he didn't come and see you within seven days of moving, it's been two months. That's that you were a friends with benefits. You know, he stuck to the terms of your agreement from the beginning. I get that you fell for him. That happens sometimes with friends with benefits. Um, but now you have to focus on your social calendar in the new city that you're in and hopefully you'll meet someone new and you have to stop talking to him. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree, but also it's kind of hard because like we, and I told him, I was like, you know, are we going to keep in touch? And he's like, yeah, like for sure. And so we have kept in touch like, you know, weekly. Yeah, but he, you're not dating. 
Yeah. He's distracting you now. Now it's all, now it's all ego boost. Now it's all, Ooh, I know she likes me, make me feel good, but he hasn't come to see you. And that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. You don't even have to invite him. He would have, <laughs> he would have said, I'm coming to see you. Is that okay? Has he done that in two months? No, he has not. I know this is tough. I know this is hard. Yeah. I know this is tough to hear, but I think that's why you called in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Especially because there might be a possibility of seeing him because he is super close to Nope. Nope. <laughs> Stop it. This is the second time you do it. You're, you're doing it again. Why are you, he doesn't, he doesn't care about you in that way. If he did, he would have shown up. He hasn't shown up. No one's that busy at work. Yeah. Yeah. You, you bring up really good points. I'm gonna put, you're going to put a rubber band on your hand. And every time you go, mm, mm, no, you're going to snap it and be like, matchmaker Maria said, snap out of it. <laughs> Cause right now you're drunk on the oxytocin of the sex that you had and you're attached to him. And that's why I, that's why I am acknowledging that this is really hard for you, but it's not hard for him. Yeah. You have to stop texting him. You have to stop like talking to him. You have to concentrate on your life now without him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Yes. I'm going to be great. Good. I know it's going to be tough, but guess what? You're in a new city. So there's at least a physical separation too. Yeah. Very true. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you listening to me. No problem. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, Maria. So my question is um, third date at his place to watch the March Madness Championship. So do you have any tips? I'm not a sports girl. <laughs> do I have any tips about your next date being at his house to watch a sports game? Yes. Why are you going to his house? Why aren't you going to a bar? Oh, he invited me over. Are other people going to be there? No, it's just us. Do you watch basketball? Not really. Does he? Be honest. What's that? Does he watch basketball? He does. He's a big fan. He's a big fan? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go over his house? Um, yeah. How'd you I meet guess. him? Um, through Hinch. It's our third date. Do you have any friends in common? No, we don't. Oh, actually one. Oh, you do? Yeah, like an acquaintance. Yep. So do they vouch that he's not like a psycho killer? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, all right. So wait, so what's the advice now? How to like, I well, mean. Well, just any tips because <laughs> um, I'm not a big sports girl. You know, well, okay. Basketball, there are two hoops involved and an orange ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and these are college teams playing, um, yes. in terms of like, you know, tips, uh, I think it's always nice to bring, um, a snack, uh, on your way there. Uh, right. I'm a big fan of charcuterie boards. Uh, that can be a little fancy for, for sports, but Hey, whatever it's your, it's your home Who cares. It's their home rather. Um, so, you know, it's good to bring something with you. That's the first tip. The second tip is like, are you asking like, what if it gets physical? Yeah. So, and I'm not ready. Like I'm following your 12 date rule. 
Oh, you are? Does he know that? No, he doesn't. Well, okay. we talked about like taking it slow, but I didn't tell him about your rules. Well, I mean, look, first of all, I just want to say that for anyone listening, because this is uh, recorded for podcasts, if you don't know what 12 date rule is, uh, head over to my Instagram, Matchmaker Maria. I have a whole Instagram highlight about 12 date rule, but it's a method to learn if you are emotionally compatible with someone before having sex. And it's not really 12 dates. It's just a way to measure to, to get to 12, but 12 dates can take right. usually for a lot of people, two to three weeks. Okay. So um, third date, you know, you want to, you, um, you want to take a little time to get to know him before having sex. That's perfectly fine. And he knows that already. So chances are there's no expectation for you to have sex at his house. Okay, good. So, you know, when you're there, if you start making out, which would be a lot of fun, that's a fun activity. Um, (laughs) you don't, you can keep it at that. And then, you know, what I would say is like, don't have a sleepover. If you feel like you can't hold yourself to like, not getting confused about what to do next. Yes, that's the plan. And and the truth is, the I don't see the right guy, but like a decent person is going to respect the boundaries you've already laid out ahead of time. It's not like you're pulling yes. out this rabbit out of the hat in front of them. They know this before you even go to their house that, you know, you want to get to know them before you have intercourse. And that's totally fine. That's very reasonable request. Okay. All right. I think I can do it. I can do it. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. Good luck. Thanks. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? I'm reaching out because I'm a huge avid fan. I have been trying out the 12 date rule, but so this most recent guy that I was seeing, um, I had followed the 12 date rule with him. I thought there was a lot of potential Um, but I just ended things with him today because I realized that this person that I had been dating and, um, spending time with was actually not super the same, uh, as I got to know him, I realized he wasn't actually who I had thought he was and not in like a terrible way, but just that, um, our values weren't super aligned. And so that's why I told him like, Hey, like, cause he obviously knew about your rule. (laughs) I was like, Hey, um, I know we like kind of just did this 12 day thing, but I don't think we have long-term compatibility. And I'm kind of like feeling that I maybe don't really know how to have these hard, harder conversations about values and like alignment on certain things. And I guess my question is, how do you think that I should like spark those conversations? I mean, as simple as it sounds, it's kind of hard for me to ask those kinds of questions. Well, let me ask you a question. So you did 12 date rule with him. Does that mean you guys had sex today or you decided not to because you did 12 date rule? Okay. So we did hit the 12 dates. We did have sex this past weekend Uh and after, um, and it was fine, but afterwards, um, we had this conversation about like, he, he said this really broad statement about how women get attached um, to men too easily and that like essentially like he was he was like yeah like I was I was originally concerned that you were going to be like that um, and just kind of uh, said jokes this, like, on you buddy <laughs> yeah right and I'm like I don't even know how to I didn't even know how to process that until I and I had slept over obviously but like I, not obviously but after I slept over like the next morning I was like hey I'm gonna at home and as I was biking I live in Manhattan so as I was biking home I was like 
processing like, wow, that actually really offended me. And I didn't think that you were that kind of person who thought that way. And also if you really understand, like I also explained this to him because he asked, uh, he asked and he messaged me after I ended things. And he was like, just wondering like, what did you think the incompa- long-term in- incompatibility was? And I told him, I was like, hey, like I was, when you generalize women like that, um, I felt like you didn't understand me because from my actions and what I've shown you and the time that we spent together, I would think that you would, you would realize that like, that's just not the kind of person I am. And also I don't like people who generalize women. Um, and he said like, thanks so much for explaining blah, blah, Wait, blah. But it's well, like, but what was his statement again? Like his whole statement was, he was like, yeah, like, um, I want to like continue getting to know you and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just know that women tend to get attached too easily. And, and he's like, not saying that that's you, but, um, I just want to make myself clear. I don't want you to feel like I'm being dishonest when I say that I want to take my time and getting to know you. And I, and did I you already take your time getting to know each other? Yeah, we had been seeing each other for a month. And so what much, it, it doesn't sound like he's saying you're going to get attached. It, he, it, it sounds like he's, he's not interested in a long-term relationship and he's putting mm-hmm. the feelers out to see how you feel about like, listen, you know, most women, they get attached when, you know, and like, I feel like the subtext here is like, don't get attached to me, even though you did this don't get attached to me because I still need time. And it's like, well, you've had a month. Yeah. Right. And it's like, also I, I had been, I had been very clear with him. I was like, you know, I'm looking for long-term compatibility. He asked to see your stories about the 12 dates. Cause he was obviously curious as to why I was doing that. And he's like, Oh, like, this is really interesting. Like I've made it very, cl- and your stories also make it super clear. Like it says for someone who's looking for a long-term relationship, yeah. Like also, I, I also, I, he was very much aware that I had told him like, Hey, honestly, like I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm looking for long-term compatibility. I said those words verbatim. And he also asked me, he was like, Oh, like, so how's that going with your search? Cause he had also asked me a lot about my hinge matches and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, to be honest, like at, at the moment you were the only person that I'm considering. And I'm not like, I'm not. How was his reaction to that statement? his immediate reaction was, wow, I'm so lucky. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think his actions are really kind of confusing for me. And I'm like, I know I'm not, like, I'm not stupid. Like I know that he had a lot of feelings for me, but I feel like the way that he went back and forth with this whole thing was just very, just kind of bizarre. You know, part of me now is kind of happy that you did 12 date rule with him because like, look how much you learned without the distraction. Because I feel like if you got like, Oh, I totally agree. I, and I was, I was really into him. Like I was really into him. I thought that this was going to really work out. Like, and it was just like kind of shocking to me that he's, I don't know. I just feel like I'm like, do I, am I not having the right conversations? No, you are. And I think that was actually your original question, right? Which was like, how do I, you know, make it clear, but I think you are having the right conversation. It's just 12 day rule is not going to always get you, you know, first of all, I think what's funny is that you got to 12 dates because a lot of people who do it, maybe they only get to six or seven or eight. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. get all the way there because I figured out that they were not emotionally compatible or, you know, it is what it is. Right. So yeah. I think, I think you just discovered a month and that's perfectly fine that happens and and he's not that person but at least you also have 
I feel like I want to say like you had the tool to like call him out right because I did yeah I definitely did and like I was able to communicate to him super clearly like why I felt this the way should I did. give you you know what's funny you kind of remind me of myself like about three months before I met my husband when I was like dating seriously like I was like I remember like thinking like okay like I recognize that every time I have sex with someone that I like I am I am there like I'm thinking like long-term relationships whatever and so I started becoming like a lot more I don't say pickier, but I was like very communicative. Like, dude, we have to, you know, I need to wait a couple of weeks. Uh, not, not asking for four months or anything, just a couple of weeks. Um, I need to get to know you because I need to see if we're emotionally compatible because I get attached and I don't want to, I don't want to make, you know, a poor decision here and get distracted by things that I really want to do, which is rip your clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you know what? I realized by saying that, like the amount of men who were like, okay, peace out. <laughs> um, it was great. It was such a, it's like, you know, when you, when you're like in fourth grade and they take you to like this river to like look for shark teeth, <laughs> you're like, you're using a little tool to like sift through the sand. It was kind of like that, like, oh yeah. Okay. Now I get to sift through people. And, um, and I, 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 you know, I, I fondly recall, you know, even, not just my husband, but even like the guy I dated right before my husband, like this gentleman I went on on a couple of dates with, like, it was like, yeah, this is like serious. Like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, you know, whatever. And I think, I think Sophia, you did a really great job and I'm really proud of you. And I feel like you have the tool now, like now you know what it looks like when it doesn't work out and you can utilize this for, you know, the next upcoming guys. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I just, it made me kind of insecure that I was like, okay, well, was I too, like, was I too, was I, I don't know. Was I not well, was I showing you know, too much feeling or was I showing not? No, enough, you, know? you didn't do anything wrong, but this is a two way street, right? So he also has to feel like he's compatible to you. He also has to be looking for a serious relationship and like the words that you're using to communicate what he said, it just sounds like he thought he wanted a serious relationship but then he didn't mm, I agree you're right I definitely I'm just agree. basing that off of the words that you're saying so yeah no I I think you're right I think like he he definitely told me like multiple times like yeah I, I need to take my time I need to take my time and it's like yeah okay it's been a month like I don't know what you think like <laughs> yeah you know? I hear that all the time to me when people say like I need to take my time it's usually like you know four or five months down the line I'm getting a message on Instagram it's like so how do I bring up exclusivity or if he's my boyfriend, I go, it's been four months and he hasn't like, what? Like, that's just too yeah. long. So for anyone listening, who's like, we've been dating for four months and he's not my boyfriend. Huh? You need to have a conversation today and yeah. then make a decision based on that's that true. conversation. So true. I feel like I was kind of like being like, I was like, am I crazy for thinking that a month is a long time? Like, like, no, you're yeah, you're fine. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I just needed that affirmation. You got it. Have a good night. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye. Welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hey, I was wondering how am I supposed to take it when on dating apps, people can take like one or two days. Like sometimes I wonder if it's just that the app is flaky, but sometimes it's like, why does it take two days for someone to get back to you to say, yeah, sure. I'd be interested to go out. 
I think we always, I look online dating experiences like suck for both sides of the spectrum. Are you, um, may I ask, are you gay, straight, uh, straight male looking for women? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like on both of the ends of the spectrum, online dating sucks, but for very different reasons. And I think in this case, you know, we always have to remind ourselves that like online dating is very much under the umbrella of entertainment. So people are checking their apps when they're watching, like, like right now the Grammys are on and people are watching it during the, you know, they're swiping during the commercials or they're on the toilet or online at Starbucks or in traffic or on the commute. Like it's not, no one is sitting in front of their app thinking, okay, it's Sunday night at 10 30 PM for the next 20 minutes. I'm going to be online dating. Yep. Right. So that's the first part. The second part is that, like I said, the experience of online dating just differs so widely between the genders, especially on the heterosexual side, that it's like some of the women you might be communicating with, they might have like a hundred mess, a hundred messages. So one way to combat this, like, why does it take so long is to give people grace and remind yourself that you are single and you have a single life and they are single and they have a single life and they're dating and you're dating. Like people are doing different things simultaneously while online dating. So when you look at like what I would do, um, and I think women appreciate this when, when men do it is like, instead of saying, would you like to go out? I would, I would try to like add more to that question, which is like, you know, I'm interested in meeting you. You can add your own flair here, but I'm interested in meeting you. Um, how, you know, does Tuesday or Thursday at 7 PM work for you? I'm just throwing out you know, days and times right now. Right. And instead of it taking two days, like it might take two days, but at least they respond back with like a definitive answer. It's not like two days, just trying to figure out a schedule, a date to two more days and two more days and two more days. Cause hopefully the response to that is yes, I can do Tuesday at seven. This is my neighborhood. You know, let me know where, where we should meet. Like she kind of pings it back to you to like, tell her like, okay, we're going to meet at, you know, celebrate restaurant. (laughs) at 7 p.m. on Thursday. Um, I'll confirm on the day, uh, the day before, um, you know, but I'll see you then. I like that. That's good. Does that help? Yeah. Thank you. Great. Awesome. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, Maria. I um, wrote you earlier uh, with a question about a guy I've been talking to. So long story short, um, I have been on the dating apps for about two and a half years with some breaks in between, uh, with little success, you know, a couple little triumphs here and there, but, uh, nothing to write home about. Well, I met a guy that I quite liked and, um, after a break, I decided I would kind of approach this differently. So I put all my effort into this. You know, I wasn't on the apps. I was, you know, quit because I figured it was a lot to talk to multiple people at one time. And fast forward, we've been talking for about six weeks. And this past week, he has been distant, which is not unfamiliar to me 
I have had my share of ghosting and done my share of ghosting. Um, but I feel like we have crossed the line of ghosting. So he hasn't completely ghosted me, but he's been using excuses, um, been very busy. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and um, so here we are. And his, our last exchange was, um, you know, I'm sorry, I've been so distant. And you know, I sat on it a little while, um, which came out of the blue, that message. And I just replied, it's okay. And that was yesterday. And I have not heard from him at all. So my question is, I feel like we are beyond the just letting it go. I feel like I deserve an explanation but I don't want to sound needy. And I also don't want to come across, um, you know, unsympathetic to if he really does have some needs, because that was one of his things was I'm trying to work through some things right now. And um, so how long have you been want. dating him? I know you mentioned this, but how long have you been yeah. dating him? So we've been talking for, it's been six weeks. Well, talking and seeing each other. For six weeks? Six weeks. Okay. Have you had sex? We did. Okay. I, and you haven't talked about being exclusive or him being your boyfriend? That's never happened? No. No. So, it, so what, are, what, are, what is his excuse for, I guess like, you know, I get, okay, from what I'm gathering in terms of what you've said so far, it seems like the cadence has changed. It has. Like, okay. And so, you know, so basically you were messaging each other consistently and then suddenly it dropped off. And when did it drop off? Two weeks ago, you said? Uh, no, probably about a week ago. And it was okay. kind of sudden. Um, and I did make mention a couple of times, hey, you know, are you okay? Um, and he, you know, every time after I noticed there was a drop in the cadence of, you know, the communication, um, you know, I would still throw out little things and, you know, he always, I'm so sorry, uh, work has been crazy. I had to pick up the kids, yada, 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 all that stuff. And, um, you know, I'm sorry. And I said, it's okay. You know, and one of his messages was, I'm sorry, you know, kind of in a funk. And I said, Hey, you know, it's okay. I understand that I'm here. I have good ears. You know, if you want to talk about anything, um, to which he responded, I know you do have good ears, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. And then it would just kind of go blank. Um, but this is coming from six weeks of, you know, us, you know, trying to make plans and seeing each other. We both have kids. We're on opposite kids schedules. So it's been difficult, but we've made it, you know, work. Exhausting. Yep. And, okay. um, you know, the simplest answer here is to throw out the confused card 
and say, you know, like literally text them tomorrow morning, like, hey, um, I'm just really confused. The cadence of our conversation uh, has shifted and it's noticeable and it's giving me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like I would, I would just be honest because yeah, what's the worst that could happen? He'll say, right. you're right. I'm not, you're right. You're absolutely right. Things have shifted. I'm no longer interested in dating you. Like I'd rather, you know, that now than be confused for two more weeks. So what I would say is like, you know, Hey, I'm really confused. I feel like something has shifted over the last week and it's giving me a bit of anxiety and, um, you know, do you want to keep dating? Do you want to keep dating? Or do you feel like this has run its course? Like, I would just ask the question. I completely agree and was wholeheartedly ready to do that yesterday. And, and then of course, you know, what he did was he gave you an inch. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm happy with that. And it's like, no, he, he's yet to show up. He's yeah. yet to, you're still in a state of panic. So I'd rather you, you know, the, the, the answer is going to be two things. It's either going to be, you're absolutely right. And, um, trust me, I want to get to know you. I want to keep dating you. Um, you know, this, the last few days, something has happened and it's just really taken me away from my social life or whatever like he'll give the excuse and it's like, okay, great. So, you know, can we go back to getting to know each other? Like before, like, I don't, I, you know, I'm interested in a serious relationship. I'm not interested in feeling anxiety. Like you have to make sure that the, you know, you asking for the standard of communication that you got used to is not needy. <laughs> it's, it's literally okay. saying to people like, I got used to this and this is the expectation I have. <sighs> Or he's going to say, you know what? It has run its course and I like you. I respect you, but I don't know how to break up with you. And, you know, you know, he'll, he'll on his end, he'll feel terrible, but at the same time, he'll feel a sigh of relief. And so will you, to be honest. Yes. No, I will. I appreciate that wholeheartedly. I mean, I, that's exactly what I wanted to say. And, you know, I called a couple of girlfriends and went over it and they're like, you know what, just put the ball in his court. Just let it be, you know, no, you I yeah, why should he get to control the narrative? Like you get to decide right. if you're okay with this. Right. I agree. And we're all allowed to have bad weeks, but you've been talking for how many weeks did you say again? Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah. Like at this yeah. point it's so six weeks to me is like, I don't have a study in front of me. I know it's like shifted dramatically during COVID, but six weeks is usually when people know if that's your boyfriend, girlfriend. So it's funny. That was, you know, the conversation that I've been working myself up to having with him actually is like, you know, Hey, what, what are we, what are, you know, where is this going? Great. Throw uh, out the confused card on top of that. Like, it's kind of like playing Uno, like double card here. Right. So first you're going to say, I'm really confused by what's happening. And then if he shows that he's like, you know, you know, this is, I do want to date you. I want this. Okay, great. Because I'm also confused about what this is. <laughs> so we can keep talking, but I need to know where this is heading. Yeah. Like throw out the confused cards. Yeah. Yeah. 
I and again, for anyone listening to this podcast right now, like, so we were like, oh my God, that's really stressful. That's, it's okay to be, you know, I think what Corey is saying here is that the cadence has shifted and she got used to a certain expectation and that's not meeting reality anymore. So that's, she's absolutely in her right to ask that. And also she's dating someone for six weeks. I'm sorry, you should not waste another week not knowing what this stranger, what this person, not even a stranger anymore, what this person is opposite to you. You've right. dated six weeks. You know what you need to know so far. Yes. Now you can decide what this is. And it's not just him controlling the narrative. It's you controlling the narrative. And again, people are allowed to have piss poor weeks, especially single parents. Okay. I agree. And, and I think that that is a potential, you know, possibility that, that that's what's going on. Although more often than not with single parents, that's usually what it is. And yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not trying to give him excuses. The cadence has shifted and he needs to answer to that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, that it just, look, it's going to give him the idea too, that like, listen, I like you and I don't want to, you know, I'm going to call you out when things dramatically shift. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm definitely a rip the bandaid off type of person. I would rather just, I'd rather know now than sit here like I am, which is absolutely ridiculous. I hate this feeling. Yeah, I, no, I it's a, it's, it's, it sucks. This feeling really sucks and I totally get it. So, um, I think you got this. Ugh. You got this. Thank you. Well, right. I needed that because that's kind of what I was feeling I needed to do and good hearing it from you just completely reaffirms. So let me know how it goes. Okay. I will. Thank you so much, Maria. Welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, thank you so much, Maria. I'm such a big fan. Um, so my question, and I will say I heard you on chatty broads. And so I'm a new ish, uh, listener who's been binging. So if you've talked about this, I apologize, but, um, I am a single mom. And so I have a question about dating as a single mom. (laughs) Um, so I'm 28 and I have twin three-year-olds, which obviously is a lot. And so, um, really like none of my friends have kids. Um, most people are married or engaged, but no kids yet. And, So I'm really struggling when I go on dates, I'm like struggling to find the balance between like keeping a first date light and fun versus like, I feel like I I have a lot of baggage to bring in with me. Like, I'm just trying to find a balance between a fun first date and like, Hey, by the way, I have two kids and this crazy schedule. Well, wait, where are you meeting these people? Um, I have been using mostly hinge okay and does your hinge profile say that you're a mom it does and so i'd say like best case scenario it comes up like casually uh when we're talking on the app um i have gone on a couple dates with people where i didn't realize that they clearly just didn't like read through my profile and then it came up on the date and it was kind of awkward and they were like oh wait yeah um or yeah i don't know like it just is always kind of awkward to bring up. Like I'm not embarrassed about it. Obviously it is what it is, but it is hard to kind of have like a, just like a fun casual first date. I feel like. So what I would do, 
and I don't know how much I'm gonna have to ask Erica how much she agrees with this, but um, but what I would do in your position, I mean, I it's not it's like the opposite of it's the same advice that I would tell someone who doesn't want to have kids because I think they might meet people that like they'll say in their profile, I'm not interested in having kids, and then that person doesn't read it, and then they're on the date and they're like, Oh no, no, I don't want to have kids. Oh, I didn't read that, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's the same advice here, which is like once the date is confirmed, mm -hmm. like, yes, we're gonna meet on Thursday at seven. You would reply back like, oh, hey, you know, uh, in the past, um, there have been instances where people didn't read my profile all the way through. And I just want to confirm that you, you know that I am a single mom. Um, are you interested in having more kids? Honestly, I don't think so. So I know okay. that's a big, I know that's a deal breaker for people too. And that's fine. So you could say I'm a single mom of two, of twins, and I'm not interested in having more kids. Um, if that sounds awesome to you, I can't wait to meet you. And mm -hmm. if it's a deal breaker for you, that's totally fine. Just let me know. Okay. Yeah. That, like, totally makes sense. that way you're, you know, like you're all on the same reality right. <laughs> and you get to control, like, it's like, you kind of have the control, even though they do like, right. They're going to tell you if they're open or not. And the best part is if that they're open, like they know already that you have twins. They're going to ask you so many questions about that when they meet you and they know you don't want to have kids. So it's like that big, it's kind of like, if you, like, if I introduced you, if you were my client, right. As a matchmaking client, mm -hmm. there are certain topics that like we would talk about with all of your potential matches okay. to avoid this scenario. Right. Which is like first date awkwardness. Yeah. Like for instance, like we would talk about even someone's religion, right? Like we would say, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm saying like maybe one of our clients, like they were raised Jewish, but they're completely atheist. Now that's something that we would cover with a potential match before they met. So that way it's like, well, no, uh, my Jewish faith is really important to me. How can you be atheist? How could you not believe in God? Like that conversation is yeah. eliminated because they're only meeting people who are cool with it. And I think it's the same thing here, right? Like if you're mm -hmm. my matchmaking client, I'm only introduce you. I'm only going to introduce you to men who know that you have twins and know that you don't want more kids and they are going to be enthusiastic about meeting you. And yes, are there going to be like, you know, maybe based on your age range that you're probably dating in, are there going to be like 70% of men who are not interested in meeting you based on those facts? Yes, but that's okay. Yeah. You're looking for men. I'm assuming single dads who also don't want to have more kids. <laughs> yeah. Or not dads, just people. Or not dads, but who don't want to, who are cool with being a stepdad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Do I know. Full feels custody or do you, do you have time to date? Um, I have like, they're with me most of the time, but I do have every other weekend to myself, which is nice. So like, I do have some time, but you know, it's not, ideal. and is it possible to do like some first dates via the video part of the app or on FaceTime or zoom? Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but honestly, since listening to you, I definitely want to try that. Yeah. Forward. If I were a single parent where I might have to pay for. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sitter, I would not waste my first date on a stranger. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Yeah. I would want to meet them through FaceTime. And you can also say that like, you know, Hey, before I book the sitter, can we do a 20 minute FaceTime? I'm available in one hour or tomorrow at seven. Yeah. Like that's exactly how I would word it. And any reasonable person would be like, Oh shit, she's got to, we got to pay for a sitter. So we got to make sure, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Like they'll understand. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. You make it sound 
so much easier. Like I've been really stressing. Oh yeah. You get stuck. (laughs) Everyone gets stuck in their head. If I had to give myself advice, like I've been there, I know what it's like. So I totally get it when someone else tells you. So yeah. uh, Thanks for calling in. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline episode, follow me on Instagram at matchmakermaria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape Intensive by visiting agapematch.com services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week.